Welcome to another episode of the podcast where I speak about a big topic for all entrepreneurs, which is the phrase you hear in sales conversations, I can't afford it. Hello and welcome to the Successful, Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I speak about the challenges sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs face. I offer you new perspectives and solutions, as well as experiences of other entrepreneurs. Plus, I speak about my personal experience of being a highly sensitive person who has successfully built and scaled two businesses. All of that with the goal to make you and your business even more successful in your very unique and authentic way. Have fun and enjoy. I am so sorry. I would love to do that, but I don't have the money. I can't make it work. Have we not all been there? Have we not all heard that? And wasn't it like really hurtful because this would have been a person we really would have loved to work with. And we always end up again and again at this this uh, money block or money issue. This is really the main objection people run into when selling their services or products. And it's especially hurtful for sensitive people because as the word says, they are sensitive, sensitive to the rejection, sensitive to the feelings of the other person that really the other person wants to make it work but can't. So we are emotionally connected in that moment with a person and really want to make it work for them. So perhaps we even go and want to, to downgrade the price, make it cheaper for them, make it accessible for them. But this is not really helping. We can't make it work for them. We can't take the pain away uh, so that we feel better and they feel better. That's not how it works. But this is not, yeah, this is not how it works. And I really want to go deeper into that topic today of how to deal with, with this objection, I can't afford it, because there is a lot to learn about it when it comes to yourself, what it has to do with yourself, and also how you can address that when it shows up. Because when I am being sold to, I see it again and again, where people stop the sales conversation. And there would be still a way for me to actually being sold to. And I would love to be sold to, but people stop. So I will go deeper into that. And therefore I made this into a three part series. Make sure to listen to all three of them, all three episodes of the podcast, as every episode addresses another way of looking at this specific objection and giving you ways to change and diminish this objection showing up in your life. First and foremost, it is not about the price. A price is relative. It is not an absolute. So it can be 10 euros and still be too expensive for someone. And it could be 100,000 euros and someone is willing to pay that. I remember for a long time, I had an offer for five euros a month. It was a membership, totally underpriced by the way. However, people still questioned it. And now my highest offer is 20K, 20,000 euros and increasing soon. And amazing people pay that price. So it was, well, it is not about the money. 
5 euros can be too much for some people and 20k can be a no-brainer for other people. Even for the same people, by the way. But we will go into that at a later point. It is not even about the funds someone has. I remember paying 40k with my last money. I deposited 300 euros and I made it work. So I signed up for a 40k offer and deposited my last 300 euros and I made it work. And obviously made much more money than that, than my money back. And clients pay me without having that money in the bank. And they figure out how to do that. And there are people who have that kind of money in the bank. They have it sitting there and they are not willing to pay it. So let me say that loud and clear to you, it is not about the money. So the question is, why does this objection show up? And you probably even have done this yourself. Like how often have you said, I can't afford it? And perhaps you were really sad and just didn't know what to do because you desperately wanted to make it work, but you didn't find a way how to actually sign up or how to pay for that specific service or product you wanted to have. As this is actually a three-part episode, it means that today I am going to address one of the two internal shifts that will need to happen on your side. While the second episode will deal with another internal shift and the third episode will deal with your potential client and how you can shift their perspective and how you can powerfully coach them through their fears and objections. Believe me, so many people want to make it work and they need your guidance right there and then to find the real objection behind it. It's not about the money and you will have to coach them to the point to figure out what is really the issue at hand. Sometimes it is the money. I'm not saying that. And sometimes it's not. Very often it is not. And it's not about you convincing them and selling them into something that is not right for them. No, 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 no. But when you feel this is your soulmate client and you can help them, then your job is to help them to decide in that moment and not leave them hanging there. So you have a responsibility in the whole process, also in the whole sales conversation. And this is what so many people don't understand. They think the coaching or the service starts after the person has paid. No, it actually starts before when you're in interaction with that person. For that person ready to sign up with you, change is scary. And it has the decision for change has to happen in that moment. And this is what I will be speaking more in the third episode. Because you are not of service if you don't work through that fear with them and be on their side. However, today on or in episode one, I want to start addressing the internal blocks and issues on your side. And you might question that, like internal work, why? What does the no of another person have to do with you? Like you offered something and the person said no, what does this have to, have to do with you? It has to do with you in the following cases. It depends, how often do you hear that no? Is it a pattern? I remember having had a time when I had like 30 sales calls and only no's, only rejection. 
it was a time to start thinking about that. I got only knows what is happening on, on my side. It was a pattern. And the other thing is, does it trigger you? Are you not okay with a no? Do you start stressing out or you don't understand it? Like you have no idea. That's like an amazing offer. Why keep people telling me no to that? Because it really is your soulmate client and you have no clue how to act, how to react to that. And does it bring up feelings of rejection, of loss, of freaking out of neediness because you need the money? And if that happens, then again, it has to do with you and we have to do the internal work together. So I will speak about the first internal uh, block, which is when it turns into a pattern. The next episode will deal with the triggers. Why is it triggering you? What is happening on your side? And then actually the third episode will go deeper into working and coaching that person through the process of decision-making if it is the right offer for them. And other than that, those two triggers are not, I now mentioned are those, true, uh, those two points or situations. When it is a pattern or when it triggers you, other than that, you don't really have to worry about it, you know? And no, once in a while is totally fine and normal. And it usually comes from people who are not a great fit right now. So I'm not saying that no, an objection, no, I can't afford that or I don't want to afford that right now, is going to vanish from your life because it is normal. You are saying no to some things you don't like. You are rejecting things because you don't want them. So it's perfect. So it's not about getting rid of a no altogether. If it happens or not, it doesn't really matter anymore to you. But we are addressing today the pattern. If you're getting no's all the time and you have no idea what is happening and specifically the no attached with the I can't afford that. So if it is a pattern, the first clue I want to give you is what you see in the outside is a reflection of yourself. So where do you use this phrase in your own life? And I don't only, but also mean literally. What have you been postponing due to lack of time or due to lack of finances, of money in the bank or due to necessity and importance? This is really such a biggie. If this phrase is showing up as a pattern in your business communication, there will be a literal or energetic counterpart in your own life. What is, what is it that you can't afford right now? Is it, for example, taking time off? Are you a hustler constantly working and you know deep inside you need a break? And you say, I can't afford to take a break right now. There it is, plain and simple. If you can't afford something, for example, taking time off for yourself and recovering, relaxing, this can show up in clients telling you, I can't afford your service. It is really funny because we, could, we wouldn't make that connection. And it happens again and again and again. And my clients and I have been the best example myself. Or might it be gifting yourself something you have desired for ages? 
you know, gifting something to yourself. If you're not willing to invest in yourself, in beautiful things, in whatever you desire, why should someone else do that? Other people are a mirror to you, to what you are not doing or what you are doing in your, in your own life. Or it could be being honest with a team member, with someone in your team and stop the contract because you know this is not a fit anymore. But you're procrastinating and you are shying away. You think, oh, I, I don't really have the time to deal with that now. And this could be the blocking, blocking thing that shows up in having many people telling you, I can't afford your service. Or it could be um, stopping the work with a client, ending the contract with a client because he or she could potentially badmouth you. So you keep on working with that client because you think, I can't afford that that person is speaking badly about me. I really need a good testimonial. So I hate working with that person. The person is not doing the work. It's not working out. And I keep doing it because I can't afford to lose that client or lose a good testimonial from that person. There are really so many expressions of I can't afford it. And you will need to address them. Your potential client telling you that phrase has so much more to do with yourself than with them. It is a hint. It is a sign for yourself. I remember a former coach of mine telling the story that she wanted to do her workout routine and she stopped doing it several times. And whenever she stopped taking care of herself and doing her workout, a future client or potential client would um, send an email and say, sorry, I don't have time for our conversation today. So prospects would decline talking to her whenever she wasn't taking care of herself anymore. And it has happened to me as well. When I was really going into hustle mode, not taking care of what I needed in that moment, I would have no shows for sales conversations. Or I would have people coming up with really funny things why they wouldn't make it work. And whenever that happens now, that I have a pattern of people telling me I can't make it work, I can't afford that, I first and foremost look at myself and see and check where am I using that in my own life right now. And it had been, for example, that I wanted to take a nice vacation. And I told me, oh, you really don't have time for that now, nor do you want to spend the money because you want to spend the money in your business. And I had to remind myself that it is key what my desires are and what my needs are, that I have to have them met. Otherwise, those clients or those potential clients I'm talking to will show me, will be a mirror to me and tell me, no, it's not the right time. When I say it's not the right time for something I actually need right now, this will show up as a mirror to myself in other people. Usually it is an expression of an underlying self-worth issue. The I can't afford this right now in you and in other people. Obviously just if this is the right thing for them right now, if the offer is the right thing for them now. This person who declines your offer is not putting herself first. She doesn't value herself enough to do the scary investment in herself right now. Other things are more important. So the question is, where are you doing that as well? 
Where in your life are you not putting yourself first? In business, in your personal relationships, that's a big one. I have spoken to so many people and also many of my clients who didn't put themselves first in their personal relationships, struggles with their husbands, struggles with the mother-in-law, big one there. They didn't create boundaries and they were complaining about their mother-in-laws or stepmothers or something like that, some relatives. And this was being reflected in their business, in how people showed up for them and told them yes or no for offers. In It might be in your own desires and also communication with yourself. How are you talking about yourself? And what are you believing about yourself? If you think, I can't make that investment in business or in personal life right now because I don't know if I'm going to make it work. Guess what? This is what's going to show up in your um, communication with your clients. They will come with that fear to you. And this is why it's so important to address that in yourself first and understand that you have to lean into trust first for yourself in your own life before you can work with people on that and you can invite people to do that as well. Of course, an investment in whatever always is scary. You don't have the guarantee if it is working right then and there because you have work to do. So it is about leaning into trust and knowing that you are going into or to the next level in your own life and in your business. And this, this needs trust. There is no guarantee in life. And if you are not willing to do that in your own life, this will reflect on the answers potential clients give you. Valuing yourself, putting yourself first, saying no to things you don't want anymore, gifting yourself that what you have been desiring for so long. Might it be something material or something immaterial? will directly reflect and change your sales. Your sales conversations, the yes and no's you are getting. I can guarantee you that. So the solution is to shift into total inner worthiness and valuing yourself. After having listened to this podcast episode, choose one of the situations which came to your mind where you are not putting yourself first. Might it be in your personal relationships? Might it be in business? Might it be an investment yourself? You know you have been dreading and not doing because you weren't trusting yourself. You weren't trusting your business. Choose one and change it. So don't do everything which came to your mind. It won't be sustainable. Commit to one. Buy this thing for yourself. That's actually a big one because um, we often invest in business, but not in ourselves because we think that's not a necessity. We don't invest in pleasure and joy and fun for ourselves. And this can be what's holding you back in business. So buy this one thing for yourself. Put value on yourself. Invest in yourself. Do what you have been longing for. Do your routine, your workouts when you know you have been neglecting those, your self-care rituals, 
how you talk to other people, how you talk about yourself. And obviously, it might be investing in yourself in business as well. You know this one scary thing you have been dreading. If you don't invest yourself, guess what? No one else is going to do that. You have to do it first and foremost. You have to be leading with valuing yourself and your offer. Otherwise, other people can't do that. I really hope you enjoyed that first episode on the topic of affording your service, the objection from other people, I can't afford your service or your product. And I really, really hope you figure out where you are still saying that to yourself. Perhaps not literally, but in other ways of neglecting yourself and not putting yourself first. So I spoke about this part of internal work that needs to happen. And the next episode will be about the triggers of that phrase, of that objection. When you are stressed out, when you are needy for making the sale, when you're frustrated, when you feel rejected. So make sure to listen in to the next episode as well. Did you like this podcast episode? Then I would be super grateful if you gave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And please subscribe to the podcast and share it with people who you know can benefit from it. You can find all links to my social media profiles, my website and contact form in the show notes. And whenever you are ready to get turned on and fired up by life again, plus step into the next level of business growth, apply for a discovery call with me and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. I actually have four-week immersion for you right now. Usually working with me is a four-month process and I have a four-week immersion right now. There is a 20% price reduction in June of 2020 available. So reach out to me if you're interested in learning more about that. Thank you for listening and until the next episode, much love to you, Lydia.